still remember the first week we opened, there was this moment, I'll never forget, in the bakery, we were prepping the sticky buns for the next day, and I was so exhausted. I think I had been working for like, you know, 20 hours every day, mm -hmm. all day, every day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so tired, and I just the whole family was there. We were talking like aunts and uncles, and like my dad came down, and like everybody like in an assembly line helping me just get sticky buns prepped. Hello everyone, I'm David Cooney, your host of the In the Booth podcast, a podcast mostly about the people, places, and things in and around Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. I'm thrilled to have today's guest with me in the booth, baker extraordinaire and owner of Gable House Bakery in Mifflinburg, Nikki Keister Hornick. Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. Thanks for you, being here. Your voice takes me back, right back to high school football games. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, I know. It's uncanny. <laughs> well, so last year was my 25th year. Was it? So it oh occurred to me, because I've had people say, oh, whenever I hear your voice, I think of fall and football. I'm like, yeah. and this is like someone who's... 18, 19 years old, I'm like, mm -hmm. well, they never heard anyone else. Yeah, and like, literally have never heard anyone else. Yeah, so, and when I was young, it was uh, Bob Lynch. Oh. When I hear Bob Lynch, that's I what think, you think of. Uh, football. Yeah, yeah oh, football. <laughs> so, so, what I would like to do is talk to you not only about what you're doing now, but mm -hmm. going way back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Now, how much did you weigh at birth? No. <laughs> Actually, like 10 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Like 10 ounces, something ridiculous. And you're such a petite flower now. Oh, <laughs> But I was the youngest of five, okay. and so by the time my mom pushed me out, she was all good to go. I was no big deal. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I ask, were you born in a hospital? Or? Yeah, Okay. I was. Why yeah. maybe home birth, you know? No, no, my parents aren't quite that, like, domestic. <laughs> so, so, so you were born a farm girl. Yes. And I, I really was not asking for your birth weight. That was a joke, but yeah. thank you for sharing. You're welcome. So, how was it being raised as a farm girl? Was it? It's Awesome. Yeah, I grew up on a beef farm, so okay. not like getting up at 2 a.m. to milk cows or anything. Right. Um, but yeah, I I loved it. Like, I thought my dad being the farmer was like the coolest thing, and I hated that there was a stereotype about farmers that they were dumb. And I would always talk about how my dad was the valedictorian of his class, and he's so smart, and like he like has all these Excel spreadsheets for all this stuff. Like, he's just like, he really, it's, it's a full business, right? And, um, I always hated the stereotypes about farmers, so I talked about it a lot. And uh, yeah, I definitely had really tough feet and bare feet in the stones oh, all the time, things like that. Trampled on a nail. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and I bent it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's interesting about your dad because I know your dad and I know he's incredibly bright. Yeah. And a lot of the farmers, I, I don't know where the stereotype came from because a lot of the farmers I know are crazy smart. They are. And they like run these enterprises. Yes. Like it's like it, and they do it pretty much all themselves. It's yep. it's amazing. And it's yeah. yeah, it's like as far as like being a small business owner, I think my dad really showed me what it looks like to do the business end really well cuz he he really did that. Like he he weighed out like how I had it all in spreadsheets like formulas for how much the cattle got fed and like uh, oh, you know, yeah. planting and like all this stuff. But yeah, it's Really, really cool. So, um, definitely got work ethic from growing up on a farm. That's not a bad stereotype. It's no, very true. Oh, no, no, yeah. Hard work. yeah. And so hard you working. you were you did the the farm chores and oh yeah, swap I mean, the hogs and yeah, whatever. Some of that, yeah. We um, my parents weren't too hardcore about that until we were like. I don't know, teenagers, then they were like, okay, it's time. Um, so we would like mow the lawn and stuff, but then it got to an age where um, we would work on the farm. Um, and it was great. I 
treated cattle and I helped move pigs and I did all those things. So being the youngest, yes. did you get out of anything? Uh, no, like, not, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> so, so it wasn't like, well, Nikki didn't have to do this and Danny had to do that. But, no, know. actually, weirdly, as far as actually working on the farm, we kind of went every other. So two of my sisters didn't work on the farm quite as much, but like one, three, and five, the, us three really did. Oh. And like, we actually got paid to work on the farm right. and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, like you said, instilling the work ethic. Yes. Yeah. And then, so a family of all girls. Yes. Do you think that softened your dad up a little bit? Or, you know how, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always say, he says now he would have no idea how to raise boys, and he really loves that he got to raise girls. But yeah, that that is the main comment I get when people hear there are five girls, like, oh, you're poor dad. And I, like, my dad loved it. Like, yeah. I've never heard him complain. And, yeah, he you really never did. heard him complain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty honest. I don't think he's complaining yeah, behind sure. our back. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, and for people that don't know your family, your family is also known for being very musically talented. Yeah. So did all five of you? Well, yeah, we almost didn't have a choice. Um, <laughs> we grew up with it. So my mom and her sisters, um, they would go around to churches and sing like a gospel group, the Shank Singers, or no, what were they? The Shank Family, I think. Um, and now that was locally around here? or um, They were down in Perry County, so okay. Central PA. Um, and then growing up, we would just sing all the time. Um, all of our family gatherings, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, anytime with our cousins, it's just for singing. You mean everybody? Or it's like everybody. It's the Von Trapp family singer show? Ka kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like we would go to these churches and we'd put on these little programs and... Um, so we did that all growing up, and then eventually, as we got older and could like actually sing on our own, um, my sisters and I really started singing together more. We still do sometimes, but not enough, but um, yeah, so it was just like a part of our family heritage. It wasn't just like, oh, you can sing, it's like, no, you have to sing, uh, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so yeah, and then going up through school. You're one of the Keister girls, belt something out, yeah. you can count on it. Yeah, so we, yeah, going up through school then, we were all involved in like band and choir and all yeah. those things. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And, and that's something that you will carry with you forever. Oh yeah. And the yeah. memories that you built for your parents, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a huge part. Even still, like my, we'll sometimes just, get together and sing just for the heck of it. And it's, wow. it always like, it's one of those things where you look over at dad has tears in his eyes and like, you yeah, know, yeah. it's just like, it's it's a big part of who we are as a family, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, baking, that's yes. what you do now. It is what I do now. That's your livelihood. So, when did you get an interest? You know, that's funny. Um, is that mandatory too, like the singing or no? No, it wasn't. So my mom was a wedding cake artist in our area um, about 25 years from beginning to end that she did that out of our home. Right. So um, that was not mandatory, except for at gingerbread season. She also did gingerbread. <laughs> yes. We had to bag a lot of candy. Yeah. So we definitely helped with that. Um, but yeah, I mostly got to just witness my mom do this, the cake decorating and stuff like that. Um, go with her on delivery sometimes. Um, but yeah, I actually did not start baking personally until we decided to open the bakery in the Flimberg. Wow. Yeah. So That'd be like me saying, hey, I never picked up a camera until I decided to be a photographer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, danger. So that was I a leap of faith for sure. It was. I think there was this sense of like, I knew I could learn from my mom. And like, I, I knew... At that point, I knew like enough of the skills that I had to know I could artistically do it. I was like, I could figure this out. And then my mom um, was able to teach me, and then my dad was able to help me with the business end. 
So I was like, I think we can do this. And, and, so, and you weren't on your own. It's not like my no. mom's back in Iowa. And here no, I am, like they're know. right here, like yeah. really like coaching me along, helping right. me figure it out. So, oh, that's yeah. Perfect. And you had a lot of family support. I remember going down there and you'd see everybody. Yeah. Which was, I used to like going down there and get a muffin or something and just hang out. Yeah. Because that's where, I haven't seen you guys for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really, my mom, the first like year we were open, she was there with me at like 4 a.m. helping me wow. like get things going and um, really put in tons of hours helping me figure it out and uh, of course helping me with cake decorating like right. I still call her in a panic sometimes like I don't know how to decorate this cake can you help me um, so yeah she she was huge in all of that and getting it going um, and then of course like my ex-husband's family was such a huge part of it. Um, my mother-in-law, like she was there working at the bakery at the counter and like his grandparents would come and, and help me like wash dishes at the end of the day because I was exhausted. And like, it was really a family effort. I still remember the first week we opened, there was this moment, I'll never forget, in the bakery, we're prepping the sticky buns for the next day. And I was so exhausted. I think I had been working for like, you know, 20 hours every day, mm -hmm. all day, every day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was so tired and I just the whole family was there. We were talking like aunts and uncles and like my dad came down and like everybody like in an assembly line helping me just get sticky buns prepped. And like it was just like this like yeah, to, it was almost like to birth this thing. We just needed everybody to wow. like help out. But yeah, it was it was quite the adventure. So. I, I remember one time I walked in and I thought Hey, there's our fire chief. Uh, yeah. He's doing dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and there's his dad sitting there. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, it was nice to visit because yeah. his dad was my mailman for a yeah, so. yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. Brother Bill, I was. Yeah. Hey, brother Bill. <laughs> yeah, they were so instrumental in all that. I'm like eternally grateful. I must like felt like really. I still feel really indebted to them. That's I, awesome. And I'm not sure how to how do you thank people for that kind of like gift. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll bake them a pie. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't quite do it. I've done that a few times, so it still doesn't feel like quite enough. Yeah. Uh, so, going back into your baking, what was the first thing you ever baked? Oh, that's a good question. I think we probably started with cakes. Um, now, I'm, I'm talking like back at home, back. not the restaurant, not the store. Not the bakery. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably, um, I would say whoopie pies. My oh. mom. Mm, I feel like there are a number of like birthdays where she make whoopie pies and we would help. Um, so I have pretty I have distinct memories of that way back. Um, yeah, that's probably. So it wasn't one thing you baked and thought, oh my gosh, this is mm. this is awesome. I ne I never aspired to be a baker, and I know that's like a kind of like not inspiring story. Like it's nice when somebody's <laughs> like, I always want to do this, and well, I'm I got it. my easy bake oven yeah. when I was two. And no, actually, I think my sister got an easy bake oven. <laughs> And so, she's not a baker. She's not, no. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I. There was never like this like pinnacle moment. My pinnacle moment was more of like wanting to be in Mifflinburg and doing something in Mifflinburg significantly in some way, and so that was more my pinnacle moment. Moment and like bakery felt like a good outlet, um, but as far as specifically bakery, eh, like not as much. Yeah. So when you say you wanted to be in Mifflinburg, yeah, because you grew up, I would say not way out in the West End or no. something. But when you say, I wanted to be in Mifflinburg, were you thinking, I want to be around here? Or were you thinking, I want to be in downtown Mifflinburg? Yeah, I wanted to be in downtown Mifflinburg. Wow. Yeah. I thought, I just, I, I had lived um, overseas for about two years um, in Hong Kong. 
And when I came home, I just, I was now like an adult. And I was like, I just, I feel like I want to contribute something to this community. And I don't know how to do it, but I want to do something. And it felt like a bakery was like something we could use. Like there's something classic about it. We didn't have like a full on bakery in our town. And I was like, I think, I think we could do that. And um, I loved finding our little place on the 400 I want to say bakery was one of the things that they used to do these surveys, you know, and mm-hmm. they'd get like 32 of them back. You know, they sent out a thousand, and, which, which is actually not bad. That's they not send out a thousand and you get 32 back. That's, that's, a, bad, that's yeah. a significant survey. <laughs> but it was always the dry cleaner, coffee shop, bakery, dry cleaner, every year yeah. after year after year after yeah. year. And so somebody's picked up, you know, Mary Coon's store it used yeah. to be downtown. They used to do the dry cleaning, and then yeah. uh, someone else picked that up, I believe. And I don't know if dry cleaning is still a thing, or I, Steiner's, or... I don't know if it is either. No, I'm yeah. not sure. It's nothing I do, so... So, in terms of you wanting to make a difference in downtown, yeah. and I said I was going to pull this business card off of my yeah. bulletin board uh, for, for an audio podcast. It doesn't matter. They can't see the other yeah. Just for the viewers, I forgot to pull it off my, yeah, okay. my bulletin board. But the, your original plan to contribute was next door neighborhood outreach. Yeah, that was a thing. So my mom and I, when I came home, we were really brainstorming, like what impact can we make in the community? Right. And we saw there's a business model in Middleburg. There's a, a thrift store where they have a, oh, yeah. a women's shelter in the top floor and then they work in the thrift store. And we liked that idea as a way of like, um, like, I don't know, like as as a, uh, I'm losing my words here, like a th- philanthropic effort of some sort, also like giving some people some like job training, right. things like that. And um, we really liked that model and we thought a bakery could be a good model for that. And um, so we kind of started a nonprofit first that was like next door neighborhood outreach, just like how can we walk with people who are in transition or like coming out of prison or, um, keep going but like they've never been able to hold a job right you know like there's so many different people find themselves in really odd situations how can we walk with them and um, we kind of started that first and the whole thought was eventually if we can have a business that hires these people that we're working with that would be ideal um and and then the building came up in on 400 block and it was kind of like like I, we talked to the, like our board and we're like, do we want to do this? And they were just like unsure and kind of hesitant, which I don't blame them. Like that's not, yeah. and I was like, fine, I mean, I'll do it. <laughs> so I just, I just decided I'd have to start the bakery anyway and have to get it to like a stable footing before we could even oh, yeah, consider yeah. any kind of program right. like that anyway. So I was like, I'll just do it. I'll just start the bakery. And then hopefully one day we reach that goal of being able to like be a place um, that hires folks who need it most. Wow. Um, so I'm still working towards that. That's right. still like in my hopes and dreams. That's good because I kind of thought, oh, she changed business models, and that's man, mm-hmm. yeah, never mind that. Anymore. No, that it's was... just it's really hard. I I mean I knew it was gonna be hard, but building a business that's actually sustainable and actually like making a profit yeah. and also like I'm dependent on it, right? Right. Um, to live, it is my income. So that makes it really hard to get to a place where I have enough excess that I can run that kind of program. Um, that is still my hope. I think if I never get there, I will feel like I failed for sure. Oh no! I know. I mean, you've made such an impact already. But if yeah. that's your goal, I know. Yeah, it has. It that hasn't changed for me. It's just how do we get there? And I love that as a goal because yeah. it's a goal of goodness and helpfulness. Yeah. It's not a 
well, what, what's your goal? Well, I made this much money last year. Yeah. So next year, I want to make more. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of people. That's their goal. Right. In business, it's just so. comparing numbers and yeah. Yeah. and yeah. and when pressed for well, you know, do you help people? Well, I donated to whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but you would be in the trenches helping, and I think yeah. that's that's a very noble call. That's the hope. I mean, I don't. I guess, I don't know if we're the right business for it. I guess I I have more of like an openness to like the bakery being what it can be in our community and not forcing it into a place that it can't be. Like it might just not be the right business model for that. And but we can certainly make impacts in other ways. But I'm really hopeful it is. Like I'm I'm still hopeful that we'll, well be able to And I think do the that. nice thing about that is if it's if it's not necessarily the be all for these folks, yeah. you're still giving them a skill that they will yeah. take elsewhere. You know, exactly. as if they were in like a traditional retail Right. What skills are they walking away with? Right. I know how to fold shirts now. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I think it, it really could be a good... And there's there's models out there where it's worked in a bakery setting. So, um, yeah. That's still the goal. That's cool. So, yeah. so even with Nextdoor, like, mm -hmm. as soon as I saw the business card, I thought... Wow, this is this is really together. It looks really good. Yeah. Like from an artistic eye, like yeah. color balance, design, <laughs> and, and then when you opened the bakery, yeah. again I was impressed. Like, huh? So talk to me a little bit about your branding. Did, yeah. Were you just winging it, or did you sit down and say, "This is my color scheme oh, because yeah. it radiates warmth and help"? You know, talk to me a little yeah. bit about those sorts of things. I took some graphic design classes at one point. So I have that a little bit in my background, right. like not significantly. I don't have a degree in it or anything, but um, like I know my Illustrator and my Photoshop pretty right. well. So yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty artistic person, and so for me, color matters and like logo matters and things like that. So yeah, I well for me, it started with name. Coming up with this name of Gable House was really really right. hard. But then until like, you walked out front and looked up at the house, yeah, the, like the big goofy Gable in the front of the house, yeah. <laughs> Um, but once we had a name, then it was like, what do we want the colors to be? And I, I, I didn't want to do like the pink cupcake thing that it feels like most bakers do. Yeah, that's true. It, it, I can see you didn't want to be cutesy, but yeah. especially because of your mission. It's not yeah. going to be a, I don't want to say cakewalk, but it's not going to yeah. be a cakewalk. Yeah, I really wanted to be like, almost like radiate, like, um, like old fashioned bakeries, kind of that sense, but not be so old fashioned that people are like, this is probably run by like a 70 year old woman. Like yeah. I want it to careful, be like- Careful, careful. <laughs> I'm a 56 year old woman. <laughs> oh, but I really wanted it to be like, yeah, warm and like uh, be able to be modern if it needs to be, um, but also fit Mifflinburg. So it's like, that was like a large task, but- Yeah, and that's I, a lot of aesthetics to bring that's, together. That's a lot of things to bring Into together. something that's gonna be on the like, return yeah, address yeah, of the yeah. envelope. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, for me, having the graphic design background was tremendously helpful in starting my own business. So yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm a fairly hard critic when I see photography, and that uh, I, and I talked to you about that. I think yeah. one time, like, wow, this is really good. What are you What are you doing? How are you? Because when people start a business, yeah. and then they now I'm going to do my own photography, and I'm usually, like, ooh. Oh, good luck. Yeah. But when you, I'm like. You must have like a tent, a little photo tent with lights, and you're like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me show you. I'm like, uh huh. Okay, good. So I, I didn't even talk after that. I thought you are so on the right track. Oh, uh, there's nothing I can you. offer you to make it better. Oh. So I just thought, perfect. Well, thank you. That's super kind. Yeah, I uh, the way phone cameras are going these days is really helpful. Like yeah. the low f stop and all that. Oh yeah, yeah. F, what, what is that? No. <laughs> you know what that is. <laughs> That's not the photographer's effort. The photographer's effort is film. Oh, oh now, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Nowadays. Yeah, nowadays. So that, that's interesting. Yeah. Wow. 
Um, so, so you had all that together. You're ready to launch your business, and you're baking daily with yeah. the help of a lot of people. Yes. So, what now that you're established, and how long have you been in business? Uh, it was five years in November. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> if you just asked me, I'd have said three tops. Yeah, no, it's because been fun. June. Yeah. Yeah, it went fast. Oh, COVID uh, was in there. It just screwed up everybody's concept of. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, true. But yeah, five years. So. Just no, you said it. So COVID, how was that for oh, you? Actually, really good. <laughs> That's terrible. Are you looking for another variant? Yeah. Come on, Zeta, bring it, baby. <laughs> no, it was like, I think I, I I credit the community completely because like I feel like there's a sense of like we just want to support small businesses through this and make sure they survive, and because we couldn't be together, like I let go, oh, not let go, but I laid off most of my staff and just kept one of my staff there. So we were running on like the skeleton crew, but doing just as much business because people were still hitting like, us up Like takeout business in the bank. Yeah. Because weddings were curtailed and you do a lot yeah, of wedding yeah. cakes. There was no weddings that year um, or very few weddings that year, um, which is huge for us. But like people were just like ordering and they were like letting us do curbside, having us deliver. Yeah. We did just as much in sales through COVID, but with like a quarter of the staff, and it was it was amazing. It was such it was it was a good year. We had honestly it was a nice break for me, weirdly, like to change pace and like not have like a thousand cakes every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> to have like one or two cakes every weekend was really nice. Yeah, I, I've heard the same from some restaurant owners who weathered yeah. the storm by going takeout only. Yeah, that's and, what we and did. they're like, oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, it was it was. It was really nice. <laughs> I wish people would let us do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but then you're not going to be the hub, and you're. Oh, I know. Yeah, there's all kinds of like importance of being able to have people come in and be open, but it was it was good for us. Yeah. So, so through COVID, well, not like overall five years now, mm -hmm. and let's not count the first year because people were yeah. feeling you know the whole situation out. But yeah. what what's the customer favorites? What, oh, what people love. Yeah. Oh my gosh, um, we got a lot of compliments on our cheesecake. That's a big one, um, which is like a like a surprising one to me because honestly, we use a pretty simple recipe. It's nothing crazy, um, but I don't. I, people really like our cheesecake, um, and then uh, sticky buns, of course. People love sticky buns, and lately, cream puffs and eclairs. Like over the last year or so, like all of a sudden we can't keep them on the shelf. Really? Yeah, and it's. It's very funny, like, the cream puffs are what the women over 70 buy, and the eclairs are what the men over 70 buy. It's I'm like, an eclair, man. <laughs> you aren't over 70. <laughs> but yeah, but it's a very funny, like... Well, I'm ahead of my time, yeah. I think. <laughs> I think the farmer's market, I think, really, they expose us to a different generation oh, completely. Yeah. So, um, I think people found our cream puffs and eclairs there, and now they, like, will show up at the bakery, like, I'll take a dozen cream puffs, and it's like, great. It's like, and, and it, again, this is not my area of expertise, so cream puff has the white stuff in it. Well, no, ours okay. don't. They can. Because um, I like the, the yellow. Yeah, that's what we put in all yeah. of ours. So oh. it, if you want the official, so cream puffs and eclairs, like the real thing, are made from a pastry called patachou. And then the stuff that goes inside is creme patisserie or pastry cream. And that's like yellow cream. It's basically right. like a homemade vanilla pudding almost. Yeah, that's um, why I love that. Yeah, that's the stuff we do. That's like the real deal. So. I think that, and if I'm ever elected president, donuts will be labeled. Because I don't like the thing. <laughs> I don't like to find something. Oh, that's going to be good. And it has that white stuff in it. Whoa. <laughs> you, can, you can make whatever rules you want. You can make, you're the mayor. Make the rule, Mifflinburg. That would be an ordinance change. We might, I might do that. Change. I might do donuts, filled donuts must be legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see what council thinks of it. 
<laughs> right up the flagpole. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so those are your favorite. Those are the customer favorites. Yeah. But what are your favorite things to make? Oh man, I always say my favorite things to make are anytime I get to make something new. Like uh -huh. I, I like get bored. Um, to yeah. be honest, like in, in a business like mine, you have to have consistency for like efficiency, right. and also like so people know what they're getting when they walk through the door, kind of. But like anytime I get to like work on something new, develop something new, try a new design on a cake, that for me is like the life-giving moment. Um, but yeah, I do, I, I love different parts of different processes for different reasons. Like there's something really lovely about a bread baking process when you're waiting for it to rise and then that dough is just right. That's really great. There's something really nice about like monotonously scooping cookies. Like I th I just scooped like, uh, 600 cookies on Saturday and it was like really like it was something like oh man this is nice like that didn't a... bother you no man see my this is how my brain works and, and monotonous <laughs> things destroy me like like for example if I'm packing pictures mm -hmm. like you know and I know I have 600 orders you know like sports pictures mm -hmm. so as soon as I pack like two or three my brain starts going okay it's about four seconds for each one therefore well sometimes it does yeah ah, oh, just right this is why I listen to podcasts too. yes I'm, I'm gonna have to start <laughs> same thing mowing the lawn like I'll mow two rows and I'll be looking Two, four, six, seven. Like you need more podcasts, work? Dave. That's need, important. That would be a good distraction. Yeah, this is a good distraction. This will be the first one I listen to. <laughs> that guy sounds familiar. Your own podcast. That guy's kind of a dork, but he does all right. <laughs> okay. So, so I want to know what you like to eat. Oh, of my own stuff? Yeah. Oh, man. Um... I'm surprisingly, I'm not much of a sweets person. I wondered. Yeah. Do you I'm, think it's because of doing that? Were you before no, or you never were? I've never been. Like, even in my family, my mom made these great cakes, and my family never were cake people. Like, yeah, there's something. But um, I love anything savory that we do. We make some savory scones that, like, I just, I think, I think there's a bomb.com. And, like, I always tell customers, and they're always like, I don't know, ham and cheddar and a scone. I'm like, trust me, just trust oh, me. So, that um, sounds like a meal in and of itself. It ham is, and cheddar yeah. and carbs, yeah. Yeah, and we started making these, like, strata that are, like, a little, like, basically, like, a savory bread pudding. Those are, like, I, I love those personally to eat. I also love anything that has, like, mousse in it, any kind of mousse. Right. So, chocolate mousse, raspberry mousse. Um, for me, if I were to choose cake flavors, they would always have a mousse in them because it's light and it's, like, not too sweet. Right, it's right, great. right. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a super sweet, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest compliment we always get on our, like, our icing. We make, like, a Swiss brand buttercream, so it's not like you're super sweet like confectioner sugar right, right, right. icing it's like we cook egg whites with sugar and then we like put white chocolate in it it's like a much like more nuanced icing and people really like that because it's not crazy super sweet yeah. like you get at the grocery store because that would mask you know what I mean yeah you, it you know, can't taste the, anything else right exactly yeah, yeah so exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. so um, let me ask you one question I, yeah. I have uh, some notes here I want to talk to you mm -hmm. ah so what's something that is extremely tedious? Oh, okay. like well, when, when I think, and you can talk yeah. about the wedding stuff or not, but when I think like, when when I look at pictures of some of your cakes with yeah. four thousand little leaves on them or something, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh geez, it would be easier just to plant a tree and let it grow its own yeah, leaves. There, there is some tedium. Um, there's a reason why I don't uh, do decorated cookies. 
anymore. I did them my first couple of years, and that's the reason I do them because they're super tedious. Each cookie is its own little piece of art, and it drives me crazy, <laughs> and I like oh. want to go crazy by the end. Um, did you do a lot of? I, I seem to think like. You know, business is opening and they said, oh, I need six dozen cookies with my logo and that kind of stuff. I didn't do much of that because okay. I just didn't want to. Okay. So, one thing I want to ask you. Yep. Have you ever seen on uh, Pinterest, the Pinterest fail? Yes. You know, like someone makes a cake and it's supposed to look uh -huh. like Mickey Mouse and yes. it looks like Jeffrey Dahmer or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so, in all, all the things that you do, have you ever had like a fail? Oh my gosh, yes. Well, okay. do tell. <laughs> the first ever wedding cake I delivered by myself. So my mom went with me the first couple times I delivered wedding cakes. Okay, and what's to that? You, I mean, I envision you just show up and say, where's the table? Here's your cake. Yes, but like when a cake is like three or four tiers tall, like oh. transporting it in the car. You okay. transport it as a, you don't just build it there? Yeah, we transport it put together. Some oh. people will, some people build it when they get there. I don't. We, wow. we The way my mom always did it, the way I do it, we, right. we build it and then we go. So it's like, it's, it's, it's pretty like high skilled driving that we do. Like you break really slowly. What if it was some redneck when it's at the cabin, you know, <laughs> you got to drive down the lane. There's big potholes in it. Yeah, so. no. Yeah. I, oh. there's, or like we'll go to like a golf club and there's speed bumps and you have oh, to yeah. like, so yeah, anyway, so it can be very stressful. Right. Um, and we, uh, the very first time I delivered by myself, it was actually, um, Emily, uh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm totally blanking on her last name right now. But she graduated with my sister Jamie in high school, and um, we were doing her wedding cake. And so she was a very understanding person. Um, anyway, so it's, it was just over in Lewisburg. So it wasn't real far. I'm just going down 45, right? right. So I'm like, I can do this by myself. It's my first time. And I get, I get halfway <laughs> I to Lewisburg. I forgot about that Vicksburg Hill. <laughs> I get halfway to Lewisburg, and somebody was turning right at Drysmark Church Road. Right. And they braked pretty quickly. And, <laughs> and so I also had to brake quickly. And I looked in the rearview mirror, and literally the whole tiered cake flew through the car. <laughs> like all three, like one of the tiers, the top two, like hit the passenger seat. And uh, I like crumbled into like, what am I going to do? Like I pulled off the road, and then my mom wasn't picking up her phone. So like I had no oh idea. I called goodness. my mom 10 times in a row, like, what do I do? So we went back to the bakery. We had to redecorate the whole cake, and we got it to the venue in time for like the wow. reception somehow. Yes. Wow. It was quite the adventure. So yeah, that's never. You probably yet. lost like eleven pounds in tears alone. <laughs> it was a little rough, but <laughs> mom came to the rescue. We were good. So um, the cake wasn't just or. Well, like, like, did so, the cake break apart and you had to glue it back together? No, or? I mean, like, so when we leave the house, the cake is cold because it's going to sit oh, on the table yeah, for a couple yeah. hours. So it's not like the so whole thing just, like, dissolved. Yeah. Right, okay. It was more like the tears flew apart and, like, all the decorating we had done was gone. Um, oh, and, like, we had already put flowers on the cake and all that. So, yeah. So we had to, like, literally redecorate the entire cake. And, um, yeah, it was a good time. That was a good one. Oh my goodness. That's my closest to like my I, Pinterest fail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a scary one. But now, like, so my mom, she didn't put like skewers down through the cake or anything. She would just go. So I'm like, no, we put skewers in our cake to like wow. secure it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. 
There's a market there, I bet, like some kind of cake carrying device that's... There is one, actually. You but it doesn't it, touch the cake? I mean, it, No, they like basically put this big like skewer through the cake and then it doesn't move Oh, yeah. and then just remove that yeah. icing over it? Mm, that's what they do, yeah, and they're the cake carrying system. I still don't even do that, though. Wow. Yeah. I, I would. I'd have two of them. I, yeah. I'd have more skewers than cake. I would be so worried about <laughs> it. Sorry your cake's hollow, but I but Sorry, it's here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the donut of cakes. Yes, yeah. And oh, and actually, my own personal wedding cake last year, um, I got remarried, and uh, my wedding cake was all mousse. Like I said, I like yeah. mousse, so it was all mousse inside, and my mom was delivering it for me, and I had done the whole thing. It was beautiful. It was right the day before, and it was, again, right down the road. And when she went to deliver it, it all just fell apart because I didn't have it secured. Well, <laughs> I didn't learn my own lesson right there. And it just like, the bottom tier dissolved out of it. And wow. I was like, darn it. I was very disappointed. That's, but it tasted great though. It tasted it? great. And I had pictures of it done. Even before, if you had to so. eat it with a spoon and scoop it up. And yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. yeah. It's like the uh, cobbler's children have no shoes. Kind of. yeah. It kind of is. Like, my husband and I always eat stale bread. Like, we always have people, <laughs> right? You're like, that is... Your bread is like cake. Like, I, I don't... It needs nothing. I wouldn't <laughs> I, mean, well, I think it's insulting to put butter on it because you can just pull a piece off and eat and it, it, and it's yeah. like... Oh. oh, thank you. And it's, and it's the uh, oatmeal honey, I think. is. Yeah, we have, like, an oat bread, and then we have, like, a honey whole wheat. So I'm The sure. honey whole wheat. Yeah. Yeah. I had the best compliment I've ever gotten about our oat bread at the farmer's market. Somebody came up and he's like this older gentleman and he told my husband, he said, I gotta tell you what, that oat bread keeps you regular. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Maybe you should, now maybe you should put a warning label or something. <laughs> this is my favorite. Do like, not eat while traveling. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and it works for him. Yeah, uh, it works for him. He was happy about it. He was not upset about it. That's so. good. I, I would always keep a loaf back for him. Yeah. Just, now that you know it's medically necessary. Yeah, that is medically <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, don't sell that. Uh, yeah. that's, that's Gordon's emergency Yeah, loaf. that's his emergency loaf. Yeah. <laughs> he needs that to stay regular. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, have you ever had someone come in and say, Hey, I want you to make this because I'm thinking like in my world like art and so, like copyright and stuff like that. Like if someone comes in, oh, I need it to be Mickey and Donald and. Yeah, I actually I just talked to like a cake mentor person today about I, that very thing. I didn't know there was a cake mentor. Well, person. she's like a cake decorator herself. And okay. Like, um, I thought that was something you signed up for. Yeah. Or something. And basically, like consulting. So you don't have to climb a mountain and talk to her. At the top <laughs> yeah, of the she's at the top of the mountain. Yeah, she's cake the cake guru. The cake a, guru of, of for... Central Pennsylvania. Yeah, <laughs> she's super awesome. Um, her name is Blair um, from Florida Sweet you guys want to look her up but um she we were just talking about that because when you're first starting as a cake decorator nobody talks to you about that stuff right of like oh you can't actually make this copyright material or you right. could get sued yeah and up until recently i have to be honest i don't like making like characters for right, cakes. right i'm not like it's not fun for me and so i was like how can i get out of this but honestly technically legally i can't right like i shouldn't be making those characters like disney could sue me yeah. So and of all people to do it, Disney would be the one. They would be the ones. They they vehemently watch over their copyrights. They do. So yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of cake decorators out there who make copyrighted material, right. but I'm I honestly like I'm gonna put a policy in place like, 
very soon where I'm not going to do that anymore because it's not really legal. And B, I don't like doing it. So yeah, yeah. I think people like I think everyone, not just about that, but everything now. People are like, I don't want to get sued. I don't want to get yeah. sued. So I've had local um, like grocery stores and mm -hmm. the big superstore down. In, I've had them call me and say, Hey, someone wants to put a picture on their cake of their. Son yeah. and his baseball. They said you took the picture. Yeah. We Can just, you send it to me? Yeah. No, they want they want the permission. Oh, they want permission. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. That's. And I'm always like, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's the thing. Edible printers are a thing that you can do. Oh, yeah. and like that's not a thing I do. Um, right. But yeah, we can make a really awesome like frozen themed cake that doesn't have Elsa on it, right? Yeah. So like, um, there's lots of options out there, but and people. Buy toys for your You kids. said also this podcast will probably get taken down. Oh, no. I, no. We could talk about <laughs> Disney. <laughs> Not that Elsa. If we start Some other Elsa. If we start singing Let It Go, though, you might have to pay yeah, like $20,000 yeah. Oh, you don't have to worry about me singing. <laughs> I would let you do that on your own. <laughs> they might, Disney would probably call you. We need the Elsa girl that's singing yes, on your podcast. Yeah, we need to sue her, yeah. No, they want to hire you. Oh, they, oh no. I don't know about that. Anyway. And that's interesting. Yeah. So, so those are the... So... What about other, like, have you ever refused, like, on the, have you ever had anyone come in and say, you know, something like, no, I, I'm not comfortable? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> May I ask what? <laughs> um, there was somebody who came in who wanted, like, a, what's a gentle way to say this, like, a bust. Okay. A feminine bust. So they wanted two cakes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And it was, like, done in a way that it wasn't, like, super explicit, but, like, at first I said, oh, like, maybe I'll think about doing this, and I started, I had several, like, pretty, like, conservative Mennonite employees at the time, and I was like, I'm gonna have to hide this cake from them, like, and I'm like, if I have to hide something from my employees, I'm not gonna do it, so I well, called them back. That's a good guideline. Yeah, I called them back, and I was like, I'm really, really sorry, like, I know I said I would maybe do this for you, but I'm not comfortable. Um, I think that's the only time I've actually... Nobody normally asks me to make it. So no one comes in and says, you know how to make a swastika? Yeah, yeah. Because the grocery store made it backwards last yeah. time, you know? I, I need someone that can understand how to do this. No, I would very much refuse that. Well, yes. yes yeah. I would refuse. I, I, Yeah, there are designs that I would be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Because yeah. it really is like I'm creating art. Yeah. It, it, it's not always representative of me, but in some ways it is. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's, I mean, you're literally... you. It's coming from your hand and your right. heart. Right, yeah, exactly. And you don't want to do something that's contrary to what your heart feels. Right, yeah. yeah I yeah. agree with that. There's a line there, but yeah, it's we want to serve people, of course, and like, yeah, I don't care about Peppa Pig all that much, but I'll make a Peppa Pig cake. But yeah, if it crosses the line, I'm definitely... I love Peppa. Do you? And my kids, you know, my, my daughter, you, they're way older than that, but I catch, I caught Peppa. Can you talk like Peppa for me? No, I know it's British accent. You can't do a British accent. A little bit, but not like Peppa. <laughs> Probably like Grandfather Pig. But the thing that freaks me out about Peppa is these pigs must have the best emergency brakes on their cars ever. Because every house is like on the side of a oh. near vertical. Every time they like, oh, let's go over to Grandpa Pig's house. I'm like, That's you shouldn't park there. Answer. You shouldn't park there. Don't park there. It's almost vertical. <laughs> And then you jump out of the car. I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so unsafe. <laughs> that is so unsafe. <laughs> but that's, look at all the, wherever that's they so... go. Nobody lives flat anything. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that freaks me out. That freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm safety minded, I guess. Yeah, you are. Well, so, I, thank you so much. You're I mean, you taught me a lot about the whole baking industry. Um, yeah. Is there anything I didn't ask you about baking that you thought, oh, geez, I hope he asked me about Oh gosh. Something. I can't. I can't think of anything right now. 
I don't want to leave anything out. Like, oh, geez, yeah. you didn't even ask me about my... Yeah, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I will just say, like, um, like for me, it really does go back to, like, the things my mom taught me. And, like, right. my grandparents, my grandmothers were both really great bakers. And, like, it's really cool, like, when people come in, like, you got a sticky bun bag, and you're like, oh, this is my grandmother's recipe. Like, that is... That's awesome. That's, and, like, my grandma came in and showed me how to make sticky buns for the first time wow. in the bakery. And, like, things like that, but, like, especially now that she's no longer with us, right. it's, like, really, like, I really feel like I'm carrying on that legacy, and, like, that's really, really cool to me. Like, on the days when I'm not sure I'm going to be doing it, you know, like, you're exhausted and you're yeah. tired. Um, a couple of things keep me going. One of them is carrying on a legacy, and the other one is just being in our community. Like, yeah. those are the... I can tell those things move you, and I, yes. I love that. Yeah. That's great. So if someone would want to get a hold of you, they're not just going to wander downtown and knock on the door, how would they reach you? I mean, they can. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram, okay. our two main social medias. Um, Gable House Bakes is our handle. Um, you can also uh, find us on like Google if you type us in, Gable House Bakery. Um, our phone number is there. And then, of course, we have storefront hours Wednesday right. through Saturday. So, yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great job. Boom. Yes. <laughs> we did it. Yay. <laughs> All right.